Welcome to Writers Unfiltered, a podcast where Katrina Marie and Stephanie Derbis, aka SK Derbis, share their unfiltered thoughts, experiences, and struggles with writing. This week, we're talking about self-care, especially during a pandemic. Today, we're talking about self-care. Definitely super important because you can't do anything you need to do writing-wise, life-wise, or anything unless you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Especially during this crazy pandemic we're in. Absolutely. Because not only is your writing time kind of impeded, because now you have little people home all the time, but like for the people who, like if you have a day job, for the people who are working at home, you're also having to balance that work, family, writing, all basically at the same time because you don't have those eight to five I'm at work yeah this time to this time is family time and then this time is writing time or the writing time before work it's everything's all up in the air yep sure is (laughs) it's just it's it's craziness um Mm -hmm. the other thing about self-care self-care is if you don't take care of your mental state your creative well any of that then you are going to go headfirst into burnout. And that is not a fun place to be. I've been there frequently. I don't like it. I feel like it also will show in your writing as well because you're not at your personal best when you're not taking care of your mental health. Absolutely. Like I notice um, if I'm not taking those times to take care of me, my characters are a little more snippy um, and just kind of angry for no reason at all. They're just pissed. Yeah. So all in all, when being a writer specifically, you need to take care of your mind 100% because it's just, if you're not at your personal best mind-wise, you're not going to, it's not going to show your personal best within your writing. And I have firsthand experience with that. I had to take almost, what was that, like a week and a half, almost two weeks off of writing in the, just in the past month, dealing with my mental stuff with the death anniversary of my dad. If I didn't take that week and a half to two weeks off, it would have shown in my writing and it would have been just terrible and I would have I would have had to just redo it later on and it, that's just more work. Yeah, and it can like sneak up on you. I know like if you know time like a specific period of time that is hard for you in general, um probably a good idea to buffer in some days of like yeah, nothing's happening on these days and there's nothing anybody can do to stop that. Um, I know mine, I was just coming out of burnout right when the pandemic hit and um, then my great grandmother passed and I didn't write for almost three months. Yeah. I just, I did not write. I binge watched Outlander and 
anything else that I could. I think I watched the Umbrella Academy for who knows how many times. Um, and that was all I could do. Um, because I just, I didn't have the mental or emotional capacity to really deal with anything else. Um, and then June is when I like went ham and wrote all the words. <laughs> and honestly, I, I, I stress that refilling the creative well is so important for your writing because you're spewing out all of this creative energy into your writing. You need to absorb more creative. What's the word I'm looking for? Juices, I guess. Yeah, spewing out all of this creative energy into your words and you need to refill those creative juices somehow. And I personally do that with binging TV shows like you were doing for your couple of months and also reading other books, but definitely taking a step away from your writing so your writing doesn't suffer. Yeah, that's a lot of people are scared to do that. They're like, I'm not going to make this deadline. I'm not going to do this. But honestly, taking those months to like clear my head and to indulge in something that wasn't so specific, um, and it doesn't even have to be months. You can just take a couple of days to do nothing but binge watch TV or binge read your favorite series, anything that gets your mind going again. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know after that, those three months, like I was able to hit the words like nothing there was no lapse in time my my word count was higher my drive to write was higher just things that you don't really think about until you hit that that space yeah oh and also make sure you're have some kind of movement to take care of yourself I mean it's not a lot of it is mental like just dealing with your mental exhaustion and stuff like that but also if you're not moving your body yeah then you're not helping yourself either yeah I do notice I get in a a much better creative space when I go for a walk or I go for a run um I haven't been running a lot lately because it's like the pits of hell in Texas um but when it's cooler running like I don't know what it is I don't know if it's just being out in the open and not having any kind of stimulation except for music. But yeah, it's craziness how that works. Yeah, it's amazing what the endorphins can do for you. I know I was and I'm also one of those I can't work out at night because if I work out at night, I stay up really late. So I have to do it like right when I get home from work so that there's few hours between when I need to go to bed and when I'm releasing all these endorphins and it it seems to work sort of yeah no I get that so what else can we do for self-care there's exercise binge watch tv uh binge read your favorite books listening to music yeah listen to music music is it's so cathartic (laughs) yeah and it's so inspirational too yeah even even when you're not trying to get inspired by anything it just like hits you like a wave absolutely I love 
listening to music, um, do many spa days or even meditation. Like I was having a rough day the other day and my little one came, sent me a text message. She's like, do you want to do some meditation before we go to bed tonight? I was like, girl, you were always looking out for mommy's mental health. (laughs) That's awesome. But yeah, I mean, anything. I do a lot of yoga too. I have to get back into the yoga. I used to do it a lot when I was in high school. I haven't done it so much recently. I love it. It's one of my favorite things. Oh, journaling is also another self-care thing. Or even like if you're feeling stuck on like writing because you're, you just can't get into whatever it is you're writing that day, pick a prompt on Pinterest or anything like that and be like, Hey, this is what it says to write about and write about it. Yeah. Or just free write. I also, um, when I'm just in a funk and I just need to take a break from writing, I also kind of just focus on my bullet journal a little bit more that week. And that usually helps me a little bit too, just to get in a different headspace, be creative in a different realm. Yeah, I do that too. Like, if I'm not feeling something like I have weeks in advance in advance planned in my like decorated in my planner because I'll get in a funk and I'm like okay I need I need to do something else so I'll just decorate my planner until I'm like okay I'm done so that's also a really good self-care thing basically anything that makes you happy yeah that makes makes things a lot easier And don't get down on yourself if you have to take these days off because everyone needs a vacation day now and then. And it's only going to better yourself and your writing if you take these days off to fill the well, to take care of yourself. Because if you don't, it's just, it's not going to be good for anyone and you're just going to hit either a rut or you're going to get burnt out. Absolutely. Um, And I know like we're in a pandemic, not people aren't really going anywhere. Um, So one thing you could do so that like if you have a family just to get some space and be leave your children with your spouse and go to Starbucks, grab a drink or grab a drink from wherever you like to get drinks from. And um just go park somewhere (laughs) and be alone for a little bit. Absolutely. Or take a drive around the, around town, around the block. Um, I live out in the country, so we'll, I'll make the loop around our town because you can literally go one side all the way around back to our house. So I'll, I'll make the loop, put on some music, roll down my windows and just drive let's see what else take bubble baths oh yeah you lost me there that helped <laughs> me <laughs> baths help me get into such a better mindset actually showers too but for me definitely bubble baths I took a lot of bubble baths at the beginning of this pandemic just to help with my anxiety yeah we've done a lot of spa nights too I'll, we want and I will put on a show or a movie or something and do face masks and each other's nails and all of that stuff. Um, 
So that's another thing you can do. Yep. Get creative in another way. Like it doesn't necessarily need to be writing related or reading. If you like to crochet, crochet, knit, sew, um, paint. It may not seem like much, but it can also add to your creative well just by being creative in a different way. Yeah, absolutely. Because my little one likes to paint a lot. And she's like, mommy, help me. Mm, okay. I miss painting. I did a lot of painting classes back in high school. And um, probably about seven years ago, I picked up a paintbrush again. And um, what I drew, I felt like a five-year-old drew it. It's fun because we do abstract. So it doesn't really matter what it looks like in the end. Um, yeah, I was we've... doing a landscape and it just wasn't working for me. Yeah, we typically like one time we painted a canvas black and then we went and got some different paints and put it on the concrete outside and just started splattering paint all over it. And it ended up where it ended up. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it's one one of the things she likes to do with me. Or we'll go use sidewalk chalk on the concrete or pretty much anything. We also like to stargaze. Because she has, even though she doesn't write, she gets overwhelmed easily. And her anxiety goes into, like, high alert. So we, it it helps. And we'll go look at the stars or do something so it doesn't even always have to be by yourself sometimes if you have somebody else in your family that also needs that escape Mm -hmm. do it with them yep my daughter is obsessed with the moon and stars right now so every night before she has to before she goes to bed she has to go outside to see the moon see the stars and say goodnight to them So on the weekends, we try to go out on the patio and just have like a little bonfire and let her just stargaze the entire night. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, my little one's end goal is NASA. That's her. That's her goal for life is NASA. So that's awesome, but also scary as a parent. (laughs) Yes. 100% terrifying. (laughs) But yeah, all in all, self-care is so important important and it's not even just important for your writing it's just important in general yep I agree when absolutely I mean like I said before you you can't take care of anything else if you're not taking care of yourself and that's one like one of my favorite things is you can't fill others wells if you're not filling your own right so if you like to bake bake If you like to cook, experiment with a new dinner recipe. Do something. Don't just stare at the computer, racking your brain as to why why aren't the words coming out. Go and take care of yourself. Walk away. Refill your well. Do something that makes you happy and release those endorphins. And then go back to your writing. And take as much time as you need. Some people need a few weeks. Some people need a few months. It all depends on what you're going through at that time. And it's okay. 
Your words aren't going to disappear on you. You can reread what you wrote before to get your mind back into the game. Yep, just do all the happy things or things that bring you joy. That's that's basically what it all boils down to. Yep, because I, if I did any writing in the past couple weeks, I know it was not going to be good or it would have been not true to the characters that I was working on. It would have, they would have felt like different characters. Yeah. It changes the whole vibe of the story. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's all I have. Self-care wise. Um, so we mentioned in the last podcast that we're going to be doing a book discussion in September. Um, we are going to be reading Save the Cat Writes a Novel by Jessica Brody. We are going to have a discussion on it on the last Monday of September. And then we've also created a Discord channel so that we can talk about it like in real time. So we'll have a link to the Discord in the show notes so that everyone can join in and have all the fun. Yeah, I'm super excited for it. Me too. This will be my third time reading the book. It'll be my second. Like most people, like you have a problem. No, it's and it's good because it, it refreshes my mind, especially as we go into Preptober. Because I'm gonna need it, like bad. I'm gonna need it. <laughs> yes, I'm super excited for Preptober. I just need to finish this manuscript first. <laughs> Same, same, same. Oh. All right. I think that's all we have for y'all today. Next week oh. is, oh, HB90. Yes. That one I could probably talk for hours on <laughs> because oh. I'm super into my goal setting and how much the HB90 method has helped immensely. Which is going to be great because September is the end of quarter three for 2020 so it's like perfect time to get into how HB90 works for the upcoming quarter because it goes quarterly yep it's awesome I can't wait to talk to y'all about it it's it's gonna be amazing so yeah that's all we have you can find us on Instagram Facebook and Twitter And thanks for joining us on our unfiltered conversation and be sure to tune in next week when we talk about 